Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. All right, ready? Yep. All right, hey, what's up, guys? This is Andy Munoz of the RSL Show, and today we are at Calle. Uh, currently, it's the USA versus England game. And we've got our good buddy who helped us start the podcast, who is still on the podcast technically, never got fired or let go, but he just moved to Portland. So, Mitch, what's, say what's up. What's up, guys? Yeah. It's been a minute. I know, bro. Uh, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Yeah, how's, hey. uh, how's Portland? It's okay. Yeah? It's Portland. It's whatever. All right. It's not no. Salt Lake. Yeah, okay. Do you, uh, do you miss uh, going to Real Salt Lake games since the Absolutely. move? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I am not going to any RSL games in Portland because every time I go to a game in Portland, they lose. So staying away from that stadium for a while. Yeah, yeah. So uh, USA England, we're about five minutes in, and obviously we're going to know the result when this uh, comes out. But what are your predictions? Right now it's 0-0. Well, what do you think is going to be the result of this match? I'm, I'm not going to predict the score because the World Cup is so up in the air for every team. Yeah. Um, but I do think England is going to take this game. They just got the better players. Harry Kane up front. My favorite player, Saka, is playing. So yeah. I, th- I think England has this one in the bag. So a lot of criticism with uh, Greg Berhalter in the selection of the roster with USMNT. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much you follow like the American players. but Not a whole lot. Gio Reyna, Gio Reyna is like a big one that everybody thinks should be either playing, if not had to, had had him play like the last match, at least play in this one. Um, people are saying he's leaving, he's leaving like key fundamental players out of the roster that can make a big difference. Do you think that? I just feel like that's like the American way, don't you think? As far as like USMNT, it's a it's a young player, and for a country to put that much pressure on a young player and want him on the on the team sometimes fires back. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I need to – I haven't watched enough Bayern or Dortmund games to see him play, so I'm not sure about what he provides to this team. But, hey, man, if the people want him, bring him in. Yeah. Maybe half, half, after halftime, yeah. just bring him on. Dude, take a look at Josh, dude. He's sweating right now just watching this game. Sweating. Yeah, you look – Josh looks a little nor- nervous. A little nervous, yeah. 
shout out to Kaye again. A big thank you to Kaye for having us. Uh, we got our own little nook. You guys will see photos on social media. You guys will see some video too. Uh, they gifted us all of our, um, well, USA wear. Uh, let's see, three of us support this country out of the five. Uh, intern Alex, dude, literally they were going to give him a USA shirt and he opted for a Mexico shirt. And you opted for the Netherlands, so you can't even say anything. No, because you read where you're from, right? Yeah, I guess so. We were born here too. Alex, you were born here, yeah? Yeah, okay, but you love Mexico a little bit more. All right, I gotcha. Well, um, big shout-out to Kaye again. Uh, we are watching the game so far. Nothing interesting has happened. No, nothing so far. I think, I don't know, man. This whole, like, soccer versus football or football versus soccer, I just, for me, I think uh, I think the USA pulled this one out, dude. I don't know. There's I been don't a lot know. of upsets I think, to I think weird we are, World Cup. It's not true. like the World Cups that, like, you and I watched together where it was like, Okay, Germany's playing. Germany's gonna win. Yeah, right? it's not like uh, it's not like these big like caliber teams are showing up and playing. Like you, you get, you know, Japan gets the result over Germany. Saudi Arabia beats freaking Argentina. Insanity. Which is insane. Yeah. So I feel like anything can happen, and I feel like what's happening. If I just had to kind of chalk it up to something, is all of these powerhouse teams are still relying on their veteran players, and there's not enough young talent. So when I look at the USMNT roster. It's full of young guys, and that's kind of something that excites me a little bit. Really happy that, like, Michael Bradley's not in the midfield anymore because I feel like he always just kind of impeded how we played. He slows down the game yeah. a lot. Yeah, so I feel like young players, we have the talent. We've got recognizable names playing in all different types of leagues. Uh, I think we've got a pretty decent shot. But the thing with young players is, is the experience. You do want some experience on the team. You do want players that have been at the World Cup before and know what the atmosphere is like, how it feels. With this World Cup, I'm kind of on the fence about it because, to me personally, it doesn't feel like a World Cup. I'm not really? A, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I guess I, I, I feel that. Oh, oh. No. That was close. Ooh, that was just that wide. Was close. <laughs> just wide. Minute nine, dude. Harry Kane just said, oh, my God. Barely, bro. Oh, our, our TV is ahead like 30 tense, seconds. Almost, yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, dude. We live in the future on the side of, yeah. of the store. Yeah, dude, Harry Kane. Oh, Zimmer, oh Zimmerman, huh? Yeah. Zimmerman deflection. He got, oh, luck, he got barely, lucky. dude. But yeah. I think the keeper might have got a hand on it if it did go through his legs. Yeah. Anyways, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying. It doesn't feel like a World Cup. And to me, the reason it doesn't feel like it's a World Cup is because yeah, you don't see the old team of – you don't see the Germany of old, right? Like, you don't see the big players. I mean, I think for me, the only recognizable names really in this World Cup, from what I see, like, actually playing, obviously Messi, Ronaldo. You've got uh, you've got Neymar in Brazil. But even, like, Neymar, right? Like, just a whole new team. And, like, now he's the veteran all of a sudden. It's so weird, bro. Yeah. Well, he might not play next game. Did he get injured? Yeah, he got injured last game. His ankles are all swollen up. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But for me, it's not the names of the World Cup. It's the time period. It's winter. I'm used to having the World Cup during the summer. Right. You know, you're out in your yard barbecuing. Hang on a sec. Hey, Isaac, that's enough of us, dude. Go and and video, like, everybody watching the game. Just kind of get in front of them, but, like, don't impede their vision. 
All right. Love my brother to death, but he's learning. I know. Bro, hey, just crouch. Crouch. Be stealthy. How they say in Call of Duty. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, I guess you're right. I actually like the schedule that we're on right now. No, I love the schedule. Yeah. I get to see games before I go to work. Yeah. Even though I've been off all week. But when <laughs> I go back, I get to see the games before I go to work, which is awesome. Yeah. No, not too bad. I just don't have that World Cup feeling this year. Is it because it's in Qatar? That and all the stuff around it. It's kind of yeah. strange. A little bit. It's a little bit too political. A little bit. I don't think soccer needs to be that political i like it being political but not too much you know <laughs> right yeah exactly well from what i've seen dude mexican fans are just having a blast in qatar yeah no everybody is man did you see the video of the with the horses okay, there's a video with a horse and then there's some dudes who went out with like it, i don't want to say it was a prince because i feel like everybody owns mansions out there but it, it was like probably two english guys oh yeah they were on the search for beer and then they yeah. ended up in some mansion uh they were like yeah, they ended up partying with a shike's son. <laughs> yeah. Drove him around in their Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. Petting lions, dude. But that's that's a that's a cool part of the World Cup. It's the upsets and the stories that the, the fans have. Yeah. And I do feel that Qatar kinda try to control it a little too much. Yeah. I think they need to let go a little bit, but who am I to say, you know? Yeah. Do you you excited for uh, the World Cup here? Yeah. Um, dude, my mom was like, you better save some money so you can go to all the games. We'll, uh, we'll definitely have to go see some games. Yeah, man. That'll be That'll be awesome. Awesome. We'll get the boys yeah. all together and uh, watch cool. a game. Great host country. By then, um, KSL has to, if we're still on KSL, they have to pay for us to go. Yeah. thousand percent. Cool. Well, hey, guys, we're going to hear from some other people. Um, it just really depends on how invested the fans are uh, to be able to walk away from this match because it is it, for me, it's one of the best matchups, USA versus England, without a doubt, obviously. Um, it's, it's always fun, right? Yeah, it's always fun, Big man. brother against little brother somehow. Kind of in a way. So we'll see if we can get some fans out here. But uh, we will be hearing from uh, Travis Wynn, who is the, I think it's like owner, co-owner with Nick Romando of Kaye, and uh, the whole reason that this place exists. So, again, thanks for hanging out with your social. show. We'll get some different people on here. We'll, we'll also hear from Kyle of uh, the RSL Soapbox. He's over there somewhere. Also, if you haven't been here yet, oh. please stop by. Um, top quality clothing. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. R- it's really nice quality. And, I'd, I, and I'm and i a stickler for quality. You are, dude. Yeah, this shirt fits you nice, Because half too. of the time, I don't even wear the RSL stuff. <laughs> oh, that's um, not a dig at anybody over uh, there. RSL oh. show stuff. Oh, yeah. RSL show stuff. What? Yeah. You're saying our stuff is bad? It was pretty, yeah. No, it's it wasn't the quality. Great. Yeah. These shirts are nice, man. Yeah, they are nice. Yeah, They're very nice. I got a sweater. I got a USA sweater on, so I'm really happy about this one. But uh, cool. Uh, not much RSL news coming out in the last few days that we can really report on. So, yeah, let's uh, rotate it. Let's hear from some fans, some owners, some competing uh, RSL podcasts. And you guys will hear from the intern and Joshua. But Mitch, dude, yeah, uh, you moving back? Maybe? That's a possibility. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> you never know with me, dude. You made the show better, bro. Oh, thanks, dude. What do you think about uh, intern though? New intern. Uh, I talked to him earlier, for the first time face to face, and I, I told him straight up, I'm like, I love what he's bringing to this game. He has a good voice. He has a good in, uh, good eye for soccer and sports, and I love a, a good little Kearns 
success story. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's right. So. <laughs> We're all from Kearns. Dude, uh, yeah, man, that was a good choice, huh? Yeah, no. I picked no. him. Yeah, I, no, it's, I it's scouted great. him, bro. It's great. No, I scouted I, uh, him. Got the transfer. Even if I come back, I don't want him to leave. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, no, dude, we'll, 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 we'll make it all work. Uh, Isaac needs to start producing, and at that point, it would just go to four hosts, and then Isaac will just kind of have his mic yeah. to kind of blab we'll, we'll in and blab out. out. But we'll uh, you know who uh, you know who wanted a podcast the other day it was Jake Simons, also a founder of the RSL show, and uh, we'll put him on blast because we had it set up to go to his house and do like a little reunion show, and then he hit us with the last minute. Well, uh, I gotta go. That kind of do some race cars. My that's your fault. We went out for dinner. We planned a dinner. He said he was going to race cars. We were going to go do some go-karting after dinner, which we didn't. We ended so you up sabotaged it. I kind of did. I gotcha. But cool, guys. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Obviously, we're just hanging out, just kind of shooting the shit here. Uh, USA versus England, 15 minutes in, 0-0. Zero, zero. We've seen some opportunities, but not much. But we got a lot of oohs and ahs from the crowd. So next up, we'll uh, hear from some different people and pass on the mic. Again, thank you guys so much for hanging out, supporting us. And uh, we can't wait for the MLS season to start. All right, keep it here, and we'll continue the show. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Clark coming at you live now. Andy is uh, off watching the game. I have Kyle Sipple here with me. What's up, Yo, Kyle? are we on video somewhere or no? No, no this video just right audio? now. This is just audio? audio. Only? Yes, we sir. got all these lights. People, you, a little peek behind the camera. Andy set up some really blinding lights at Josh and May. Dude, it makes you look good, though. Like, when Andy does snap this picture here... You know, it's it's high quality. It's high quality. Again, just showing there's no hate here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no hate involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got it. We can talk whatever. Wow. We're just going to we're gonna free flow here. It's fine. I'm not going to be perfect. Andy just knocked the desk really hard. So, yeah, yeah we're, what are we doing, Josh? We're chilling at Kaye? Yeah, dude, we're chilling at Kaye. I'm honestly, like, I'm quite impressed with this place. This place is sick, honestly. This is the second time I've been here. Um, I'm way more anxious this time. I'm glad we're doing this because this is taking a bit of the edge off of what I'm feeling watching. Right, this but game. now because you're trying to do two things at once now, right? You're trying to watch and be serious on a. On I a have no problems being serious, Josh, but I do have problems being <laughs> not anxious while watching this team. Here's the thing about this team. Um, I tweet I, I tweeted about this the other day, but I was like, this team is so likable to me. Oh, absolutely! I this, love them all. You you want to root for this team, right? At least when like in years past, when we lost, I could be like, at least it was Jeff Cameron that messed up, <laughs> right? But at this time, I'm like, I love them all deeply, and it is it it's gonna pain me if we if we don't make it through the group. Well, it's it's weird to see we've gone from you know a national team of two or three guys playing in Europe, one or two of them like being an actual name. Everyone else is just a guy, right? And yeah. now we have three quarters of the team playing in Europe. You could have an a good amount in Champions in Europe, League right? as well. Like and serious clubs. You have and great it's just personalities. Like, it's just a good, solid, diverse. Um, I I have drinks in my car. I'm actually I should send my brother to go grab. You but thank you. you I can't drink sure? beer. I, I can't, can't either, but I'm going to. I literally can't drink beer. It'll my kill jaw me. is going to lock up, so it's going to be fun. It'll kill me, but. Uh, I will need another beverage here soon, but I will say, um, this is like, as far as like back, like diversity of backgrounds of the players on this team goes, right. it's it's amazing. Um, I don't know if people are familiar with Yunus Musa's story in particular, but incredibly interesting player where 
Um, his parents are from Ghana. He's eligible for four different countries. That's incredible. Yunus Musa is eligible for Ghana, England, Italy, and the United States. He was born in the United States. He's to Ghanaian parents. And he grew up a little bit until he was nine in Italy, moved to England, and then his family moved to get him into an academy. It's like, it's what a story. And love that he's on this team. We've got guys who have made the jump from MLS, like Weston McKinney, like Tyler Adams. We've and, got are now, guys, and are now serious players with our club. Yes, Tyler Adams has been our best player, in my opinion, across the first game and from what I've seen so far this game as well. But. well and, and Tyler Adams in particular, you could make a shout that he's probably top five holding midfielders in the world at this point. He's fantastic. He's very he's good. He's so good. He could, he could realistically play in any league. So oh, he, I don't think levels. he will be at Leeds forever. I don't think so he, either. He will get snagged up. Yeah. What a player. What's up, Andy? Andy's got the camera out now. Nice. <laughs> but yeah. no, and, and the other thing that's nice about this national team is it's really the first time that the national team has felt like the melting pot that the U.S. is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You, guys, guys, you have guys from all sorts of backgrounds, a lot of dual nationals, you know, that have picked the United States. It's, it's not just a bunch of MLS guys from Hartford, Connecticut, right? I wish we had – my one thing is I wish Pepe were on this roster because he'd be the one Mexican-American, and I think that would be that would be, be cool. But, yeah. yeah, everyone – yeah, well, it, it's it's an awesome – I mean, Tim Weah in particular is, like, such a fascinating story. His, wow. his dad's the president of Liberia. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Never made it to World Cup because he played for Liberia. Um, but – he was he he was born in New York, grew up in New York. He's a New York kid, and then obviously is playing in France now, and is one of our best players as well. For Lil, right? For Lil, yeah. Lil, with Jonathan David. Who man? I wish he was American. He he was born in Brooklyn too, oh, but man. he moved to Canada at an early age and feels so Canadian. He, right, but so that should, that would solve. There would be a lot of problems yes, for the American national yes, team. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I don't know. I'm a huge fan of this team. They make me very anxious just because of how much I like them, and it, it's it's kind of painful. Also, a little more of a peek behind the curtain. Josh and I are watching a TV that is a good ten seconds ahead of everyone else in this entire place. I'm glad it's not the other way around because I'd be so we're in the very future. Stressed, yeah. So They're if something good celebrate. if something good happens, we're gonna be we're gonna delay our celebrations until the rest of Kaye. Absolutely not. Casa de Kaye. <laughs> If we score a goal against England, I'm losing my mind right here. If I see something bad happen, I'm going to tell everyone to close their eyes and pretend like it's not happening. And right. through the power of manifestation, we can take the goal away from England. Right, let's go back to your love for this national team squad. How do you yes. feel about the coach? Because I am not a fan. I I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings. Like It's, it's impossible to separate for me the kind of weird circumstances in which he got the job. Yep, with his brother being the CEO of the or he was this CFO or something, and it was after it didn't ever feel like the search was really was real. No, it felt like oh, we have a guy. Yeah. So Oops. after after uh, Bruce Arena left, uh, Dave Sarakin was in charge for a, about a year. We we we're a solid year with just a caretaker manager for the U.S. Men's National Team, and Dave Sarakin actually is kind of responsible for a lot of these guys on this current roster getting a, getting a, a, a real look, which is interesting. Um, but it did never feel like the search was kind of, was real. The fact that it ended up being Triple G kind of felt preordained in a way. Uh, and England's got the ball in our box right now. And, oh, my. Oh okay. Lord. All right. Yeah. Some dodgy so, defending, though. There. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think 
he's a bad coach. I do. My concern is that this team has had troubles in the attacking third, and that can be chalked up to a few things, including that we don't really have an amazing number nine. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really convinced by the style of play, and we have so much young talent on this team. You would expect. I would expect better. So I, I don't know. I have a hard time evaluating national team coaches sometimes, but it does feel like if we are if we don't make it through the group stage, I just don't see him being the coach. He, he can't be. This. He can't be if, if we don't, right? Yeah, and, and there's weird stuff going on with Gio right now as well. And that's kind of where I was going to go is the, the personnel decisions, whether it be the call-ups and the substitution pattern. Like, yeah. I mean, pattern, just substitution decisions. Very questionable to me. And yeah, You had some of your best players sitting on the bench, and you're not using them, and and honestly, against Wales, that showed. Yeah, and Gio would have been... The thing with, like, sometimes when people think about... So, U.S. is up 1-0. You're trying to hold on to that lead. And a lot of times, the natural position that people take is, like, you sub on more defensive players to try to short pa- that, that Pablo lead. Pablo does this. Pablo does that. But what I think a lot of people, I think, understand about this is, like, when you have a player that can hold the ball, that can, that can relieve a press by maintaining possession of the ball through being able to dribble and make accurate passes like Gio Reyna does. Well, and, and he can turn nothing into something. Exactly. So you either, I think you present yourself a chance to go up 2-0, or at the, at, the, at the very least, you're able to possess the ball in the opponent's defensive third, right. which takes the pressure off of our defensive third because they have to be in a defensive position. So that was a game in which, something on Jordan Morris, who is not a possessing player, he's a physical... Oh, oh my lord. Oh, my God. Oh my, we just... McKinney oh. had a ch- McKinney just had a chance in the box, and everyone's about to freak out. There it is. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, McKinney had a shot in the box. Let's see how close it was. It wasn't that close, but he well, was he was wide open. He had a oh, it was like kind of a bouncing ball. He should have got over that. He should have got over that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been we uh, needed yeah, we yeah, needed yeah. to score there anyway. Yeah, so Gio was a weird one because Jordan Morris came on instead. We didn't see Gio in the first game, and people are like, hey, man, what's up with Gio Arena? And he was like, oh, he's not fully fit. And then later it was like Gio was saying he is fully fit. fit. And then Greg's like, yeah, he's fully fit. It was a personnel decision. I, I'm not convinced. I don't think Gio's at 100%. I think that's that's clear. He's like, we've only seen him at 100% a handful of times. He's a very injury-prone player. I would assume that he's around 80%. If we don't see him today... Then I think it's a big concern for sure. Because let's be honest, Jordan Morris didn't have the greatest of seasons, didn't play that much, also injury prone, right? And an entirely different player. He's a very much a, you send the ball to him, a long ball, and and he gets on the end of it, right? Yeah. Like it's just not, it's not what we need at the moment. Absolutely not. And I would have also, seeing Jordan Morris on the roster made me wish we had Paul Ariola instead, quite honestly. honestly I yeah. like I like Paul more than Jordan. If we're going to pick between these two guys, I think it should have been Paul. But, um, yeah, this is – they're replaying the McKinney shot again. It was a cross from the corner of the 18, and it, it bounces right before it hits his yeah, foot, and he that, gets, it hits his shin. bounce would have waited or bounced like a second earlier, different story here. Yeah, I mean, listen – we don't look particularly worse than England right now. So no. Also, they that was should have been an advantage called. Absolutely. Let him run onto that. I don't know what was going on anyway. there. How do you feel about Ans- uh, Anthony Robinson? Oh, Jedi. Dude, I love him. I love Jedi. He is my favorite player on the. I don't know if you currently. saw. I, I guess it was tweeted before the Brazil game, so I don't know if how much maybe like Vinicius Junior 
is probably above him, but he's he was the fastest player. He reached the top speed of any player in the World Cup as of yesterday morning, which is pretty impressive. What a player. Yeah. I, uh, how much more comfortable are you with this squad if you have a Miles Robinson in the center of the defense? Over Tim? I think it would make me feel a bit better. I will say, I mean, look, uh, it was Walker that made the big mistake against Wales, sadly. Um, I think he's he's a better option than Tim Ream, though. I, I like I think Tim so Ream and, and Walker Zimmerman. I don't enjoy them together. Yeah, I th- Miles is such a great player. Him losing losing Miles, I mean, above any other injury, he's the main injury, I guess. Yep. Uh, he was obviously a very consequential one. It's just weird. We don't. I mean, Tim Ream's thirty five. Um, what? Oh my. Okay. 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 A nice okay. shot from outside the box from uh, Eunice Musa. We'd love to see that. Jordan Pickford. Here comes a freak out. <clears throat> There it is. There it oh, is. it was a deflected shot. I'll take it. <clears throat> Who knows what shot, that would have been without Shots the deflection? A shot. Yeah. a shot is a shot. And I love to see Eunice shooting from there. He's been doing that for Valencia. And I think the last couple of weeks, he scored one from like 35 yards that was called back. And then he had another one that was off the post. You, you want your midfielders taking those You risks. want Eunice Musa shooting. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like I want, you know, uh, Dude, I'm forgetting RSL players' names suddenly. <laughs> yeah, well, just like you want Pablo Ruiz shooting. Yeah, lawful, I want everyone want shooting, shooting, right? Shooting, Cre- yeah. Creating chances because you mean, never know what happens. Pablo like, Ruiz had a couple. Or, oh, my. Okay, so England's got the ball in the box. Good on, good defending from our okay. center backs. The problem is, from this angle, I can't tell who's who between Ream and Zimmerman. Right. Even Zimmerman's on the right. Yeah, even Dest sometimes because his hair is blonde. So, um, Yeah, so I don't know. Things are a little nervy so far. Earlier this morning, Iran, uh, Iran, sorry, I pronounced it wrong, beat Wales with a resounding 2-0 win, scoring two goals in after the 90th minute in, in nine minutes of stoppage time. Unreal. Including uh, Wayne Hennessy getting a red card for Wales, which sets up the rest of this group to be pretty interesting. One problem with the rest of the group is that we don't want – we want England to need a result top the group on the last day right we and yeah which is against wales a draw forces them to do that yeah a draw forces england to need to beat wales and we need england to beat wales and then we need to beat iran discounting iran though no absolutely not Uh, that's what i fear a a draw a draw today lets us control our our destiny that's with a with a win against iran and Yunus musa just got a nice little back heel from pulisic Yunus musa got Smacked it's gotta by. Gotta be a yellow, yeah. Apparently not. Was that Declan Rice that took him out? Uh, Stones. John. Are there center backs John Stones and, and Harry, Harry Maguire? Which gives me hope. Which one of them is wearing number six? Stones. No. I thought Harry was Maguire wearing. Maguire is wearing six. That Stones looked like John five. Stones. Though. Okay. What's Declan Rice wearing? Why is their center back wearing? I hate when people wear weird numbers that aren't whatever related to their yeah. Like Justin Muir, I'm wearing the nine. <laughs> Won't go there. <laughs> we're we're chilling. Chatting. I don't know. No, we're, we're, ta- we're, we're, we're talking we're about a bunch of different stuff. We're talking about the game as it's yeah. coming up, Andy. You can edit this out. Andy's though. trying to institute creative control, and we're we're fr- we're free flowing. We're vibing. Yeah, we're the blog boys. That's absolutely right. No, I think we lose. Honestly, I think we lose one zero. Be close. Um, what what is it? The it's the thirty, it's the 30 second, second minute. minute. It's zero zero. I don't know. I I really don't want to be too optimistic because I don't want to get my heart broken. I, I mentioned this earlier. Oh, my. Phil Foden. Is that Foden? Maybe oh, it was Mason, Mason Mount. Mount, dude. Phil Foden and Mason Mount, equally hateable players for me. 
Um, so, oh, that was close. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'd mentioned this to Josh earlier, but it's like I've been so anxious about this game, but I need to keep reminding myself that, like, one, we're the distinct underdogs in this game. England was in a Euro final very recently with a ago. very similar squad, if not the same squad. They have a more mature, better Jude Bellingham, and everything else is basically the same. They were in a Euro final, and they're expected to beat us. We have right. a very young team that has never played on a stage like this before together. Everyone here, this is their first World Cup, except DeAndre Yedlin, who's not good. <laughs> Ooh, that's another roster decision. That... Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh. One, get a shot. Get a shot. Get a shot, boys. We need... Oh, oh my shit. God. Was that off the crossbar? Was that off the crossbar? Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, we didn't give our predictions yet. Sorry. Uh, I was telling Josh for this game that if, if the United States win this game, we remember it forever. Pulisic just smashed the crossbar from what a uh. shot that was. Um, if, if the United States win this game, we remember this for the rest of our lives. If we don't, it's fine. Yeah, we can. It on. really is fine. Yeah. And I think that's a good spot to be in. So I think I think the United States lose 1-0. We might draw 1-1. Uh, I don't know. But, but you think we lose. Uh, it's just me protecting my feelings. Yeah, I know. We have a very strong chance to win this game, but... I've never... I, don't, I haven't wanted to win a game so bad uh, since 2014, I guess. I don't know. The early... That, that part of the 2000s were... 2013 was obviously rough going into the 20, 20, 2014 World Cup, and then we had a real... Genuine shot against Belgium. Um, you know, I, I'll go to my grave stating that if Kyle Beckerman played in that game. I love that take. I love a counterfactual just because, I mean, like Kyle Beckerman, he wouldn't have scored, but no, like but we would we win this game. We it, would win it, that there game. There was a lot of fragility in that midfield that, that cost us, right? Yeah, and I mean, Beckerman had proved up to that game in the World Cup that he could hang. I think we did. I think it. we genuinely, I think we started Jeff Cameron instead of him, right? Yeah, and Jeff was, Cameron was playing was DM at the fan. time. And let's not talk about Wando. Oh, we're not talking about Wandowski on this podcast. Not on this podcast. On my podcast, which is on RSL Soapbox. Andy didn't see me say that, thank goodness. Little plug. No, we were talking about Wando. Um, Upsets of the World Cup so far. We obviously saw uh, Saudi Arabia probably being the biggest one. I have Argentina going to the semifinals, so that was... That was a pretty shock. That was, that was a distinct shock to my bracket, but I do I think know. they'll probably still advance. Sure, but that Japan one—I um, think that got me more. Japan and Germany hype, was yeah. a really good one. People and uh, people always underestimate Japan. They're a very good squad. We played against them in the, one of the friendlies leading up to the World Cup, and we yeah. were really bad against they, them. They handled us. Uh, they they very much handled us, and they handled Germany de- decently well. Germany had a couple. They might they've scored at least one that got that was called back, um, and Ger- Germany's stacked. And then we almost—I thought we. You know, I didn't think it was going to hold through the rest of the game, but seeing Australia score first on France yeah, was pretty was, cool. was pretty wild. You know, the, going back to the Germany match, Neuer's goalkeeping on that second goal was extremely questionable. Yeah, you cannot get near posted like that, yep. man. And you're one of the you could he's, say the, he's, he's top three in the they, world. Yeah, he's known as probably the best keeper in the world right now, and, and just got embarrassed, frankly. Yeah, and you kind of love to see it, to be honest. Absolutely. <laughs> He's a very arrogant yeah. goalkeeper, so seeing him... That was a good upset. Um, who else has been upset so far? Qatar was the first team that was knocked out as of, as of today, so no upset Shame. there. Um, Bummer. Yeah, that... Yeah, those, those are the, the, two those big are the big ones. ones. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it was. I mean, Messi scored. Uh, I, the the game that was really fun that I watched recent. Oh my, sorry. Uh, England's getting a little dangerous in here. Um, was the uh, Ghana Portugal game? Yeah, really enjoyed game. that one. Ronaldo coming off of getting his contract terminated by Manchester United. He scores a penalty, which was I thought a questionable call. Um, and then Ghana just played very insanely. Dude, oh. But Ghana does that in the World Cup. They do. We know that all too well. Seeing Andre Ayew score was like a sh- just a shot to my system after his goal against us in 2014. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we had John Brooks saving the day. But anyway, so, yeah, a lot of fun games so far. This one, of course, is kind of the exception just because it's making me have a panic a- attack. But we're fine. We're, we're doing fine so far. It's 0-0. We're going into halftime pretty soon. Yeah, I think we should take a little break. That sounds good. All right. I got to drink some more. Okay. Same. We'll be back. All right, Travis, what's up, dude? How are you doing? We're doing well, man. Good? We're doing well. Enjoying the enjoying the game and, and having fun here, here at Kaye. Hell yeah, dude. So we love Kaye. I think uh, for people who haven't been out here, uh, they, they at least have to come check it out at least once or multiple times. It's... I called it the uh, the Chuck E. Cheese for football players. <laughs> That's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good analogy. It's perfect, actually. Yeah. So you guys have, you guys have less, merch. Less, we don't have pizza, but besides that <laughs> yeah, part, yeah. and crazy animals, but besides that, <laughs> yeah, animatronics. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been to one for a while, but yeah, for sure, dude. So uh, you're a friend of the RSL shows. Yeah. Uh, like I've done some work for you guys. I mm-hmm. uh, did a video that you guys threw on a billboard over at Rio yeah. Tinto. Crazy hectic day. Yeah, you remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. It's nuts. It's usually it was, nuts. It was fun. Um, so this whole vision, uh, because I remember the brand uh, existed years and years ago, and I found out about it from friends of mine uh, who got really excited when Kaye showed up again and, and kind of announced that they're coming back. Uh-huh. Right. So just tell me a little bit about the like history of of your company, Kaye. Yeah. Uh, and then tell us kind of how you know where it is now the vision what it stands for and what you hope to achieve 100 yeah well kaya originally launched in 2006 uh, in a provo basement so we're local to utah uh, and it was just this idea that um you know what was missing in american soccer was the street soccer that i had seen on a mission in spain uh, some of my buddies that played on the PDL team at BYU also experienced the same thing in Brazil and Bolivia and Mexico. And we just wanted to bring that version of soccer to America. So when we started, it was, you know, just playing in the street. It was, we, we just wanted to create that culture. And then the, um, you know, as a, in terms of the brand where that really kind of took off is when we kind of realized that we had hundreds of dollars in a soccer bag that said we were soccer players, but we had thousands of dollars in our closets that said that we were surfers or skaters or, or whatever else. So we kind of saw that there was an opportunity there to make a brand for soccer players uh, that you could see a pigeon on someone and know that they played soccer, somehow connected to the brand. Uh, and uh, and that started, and that, and that lasted really well. We got into about 150 shops across the country. Uh, we won the business plan competition at BYU in 2007. Uh, kind of off the races, raised some money. And then uh, 2011, the, the company kind of had a pivot, and uh, it was not a direction that <clears throat> I was looking to follow. It was kind of going a little bit more high-end. And uh, at our core, we've always been, you know, grassroots, bottom-up, you know, uh, 
kind of more like the bands of soccer uh, was that was the intention, right? And so um, I left along with some of the other founders, and um, so for about ten years there was no Kai, and a lot of people always ask like, what well, whatever happened, and you know, just a difference of opinion uh, of where the direction should go in the company, and and I always wanted to stay more in the street, more grassroots and street tournaments, and. And, um, the, you know, the brand at that point decided to kind of go more high end. And so, um, but yeah, relaunched just recently in August. Um, and the decision to relaunch was just because I think American soccer still needs it. We still need these courts that are, that are supposed to be out, you know, open and free to play. Uh, we need, we need to see our youth growing up playing in that setting, uh, for us to, to get to that next level. Like, you know, s- some of the countries that we, that that we'll see go deep in the in the, in the tournament. So I mean, most of them, Spain, Brazil, most of them have roots in in the street, and so that's where I, I think we still need to get. So um, a, a really cool model, I, and I think uh, it's it's almost like your uh, your brand tag or slogan. I don't know exactly what to call it, but free the game, free the game. Yeah. So you know, there's obviously there's I don't I don't know if it's uh, the appropriate word is problem, but it's like if you want to play soccer. Uh, and you want to belong to these clubs, usually it's it's kind of uh, driven by money, right? right and so 100%. you guys, I've seen a few signs where it says, you know, free the game. And I know that you guys take, I don't know if it's like portions or how you guys contribute to like mm-hmm. nonprofits to help. Yeah. Um, so kind of a, a explain that. I mean, I know right. your vision is to bring soccer back locally, but also it's uh, you're also kind of trying to help that youth that maybe can't afford soccer. A hundred percent. And that's really the the motivation behind free the game is not just to like make courts and public places where, where you can play for free, but also kind of free the game of some other things as well. You know, in, in other countries where, that, where I've been fortunate enough to travel to, when I see kids playing, it's rarely parents on top of them watching and cheering. It's, you know, parents off to the side and, then, you know, close to their kids, but enjoying themselves and kids can just play. And so part of free the game is just kind of like feeling freedom in the, you know, in, in, with the football, right? And, and, and feeling like the ability to be creative with the ball, no pressure in these settings. And I'll tell you, like we've, we've, we've partnered with a lot of clubs uh, and they, and they get it. We're not, we're not trying to say don't play organized soccer. We're trying to say when you're not playing organized soccer, you should be playing soccer still. And we just want to help you create a, I mean, we, we want to be part of a group of people that, that help make that a reality is, is that people can come out and play in these settings for free. Uh, you know, young and old, you know, rich and poor, like just community settings and, and it's kind of self-organized. So that's still the vision. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I love about this facility uh, that people haven't maybe haven't seen, and you guys can go to RSL Show or even uh, Kaye's uh, Instagram page. Um, I, I filmed a video just kind of introducing the place. I know there's more content out there, but over here we've got like a indoor futsal court, and mm-hmm. then we've got some uh, like soccer ping pong tables. I don't know if that's the appropriate way to, to, <laughs> to name names, them. Yep. And then over here, you've got, like, a game room, and then next to it, you've got, like, this open area um, where it is family-friendly, so you guys can come and hang out. Obviously, how we are with, like, the USA versus England, uh, I'm just trying to paint a picture. There's jerseys everywhere. There's, like, country flags everywhere. There's, yep. like, three 75-inch TVs and, like, a, <laughs> another fourth one over here. And then you've got the brand shop and the brand merch back here. Right. Dude, this is incredible. As, like, somebody, I started a clothing brand, and... It was like it was cool, but like, dude, I could never imagine a place like this. So, how did this kind of come to fruition? Without like obviously diving into finances or whatever, but what helped uh, basically make this vision come to life? 
Uh, well, I have a lot of I have a lot of friends that I love and 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 trust. Uh, one of which is Nick Romando. Uh, that's helping me uh, bring the bring the brand back. Uh, you know, so I've partnered with Nick. Uh, I have a lot of good buddies that helped me build this place out. But yeah, the, the the vision was to be able to not remove soccer from the business. We never want to make sure that we're too far away from a court, and so we still play whenever we can. We're not working, uh, so soccer's near and dear to our hearts. And then in terms of like the little bar cafe area that we have, you know, and other places that we've traveled to in, in Spain, for example, uh, a, a Pena, which is like a bar for a local club, is what we try to set up here. So this is like the local SLC, uh, you know, family friendly kind of uh, and not not a bar. Right. Because we're not we're not serving alcohol, but like uh, but just, uh, you know, a spot where a community can get, get together and families can get together. Uh, and so, yeah, when we saw it, we thought that we thought that we can kind of do it all in one spot. And uh, fortunately, we were able to pull something off that I think people like and enjoy. Yeah, dude, it's awesome, man. So I, I can't praise this place enough. Um, people can book private events here. Is that my understanding? That right? Yeah. yeah. Clubs can rent it out. Uh, people could do private events. Uh, and so we just want to be, we want people to have fun with the sport. Uh, so we have a, yeah, like you said, tech ball tables in here, you know, full, uh, full foot, like a little futsal court in here and players lounge and, yeah, but rent it out, bringing their own food. So, if uh, if I'm somebody listening to this podcast yep. and I'm like, dude, that sounds dope. Like, I want to bring my my business here to come party, my my kids' birthday party, a, a get together amongst yeah. all the you know mid 30s, mid 40 year olds who want to play soccer yeah. And, yeah. and kind of be away from these uh, young kids at yeah, like yeah, yeah. indoor soccer. Yeah, yeah. Where do they go to uh, to contact you guys and make that happen? Yeah, so in Kai.com, there's a you can actually book the Kai court, uh, which includes kind of the whole area. Um, if, if you wanted to play, if it's more for a private event, um, they could reach out to info at kaisoccer or uh, not kaisoccer That's the old one. We now kai.com. So info at kai.com, um, and one of us will get back to you as soon as we can on yeah seeing the calendar and see if we can get get you in here. So. Cool. Yeah, go follow them. Uh, it's uh, Kaye on IG and Twitter. Yeah, Kaye Pigeon. Kaye Pigeon. That's yeah. right. And uh, thank you so much for having us, man, allowing us to kind of host out here and hang out. We love it so much, dude. So thanks for your time, bro. Appreciate it. And I thank you for the free swag, dude. This is sick. Guys, the quality of the clothing is is amazing. It's way better than anything that the RSL show has put out, as you guys heard earlier. So come out, check it out, and uh, say what's up to Travis. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks. Yep. Hey, what's up, guys? Intern Alex here. We are at the conclusion of the U.S. Men's National Team match against the English national team uh i'm here with mitch and mitch what's your initial reactions your initial thoughts on that one i'm shooketh <laughs> i'm shook i i thought england was gonna take this uh this game um i was hoping for like a 1-1 first half and then england comes back second half but the u.s was pressing hard they this were whole game this whole game they were and i think they they started off that second half really really well. They came out with a lot of they had a lot of opportunities, um, but they just could not capitalize on that one. Um, what what is this kind of like? How does this kind of set up the U.S. men's national team now for a game against Iran uh, next time? Is it kind? Do you see it as kind of like a win and you're in situation, or can anything still happen with that English and England and Wales game? It's the World Cup. <laughs> anything can happen in the World Cup, as we as as you can tell throughout the, the group stages so far. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, um, I think the U.S. are looking good. I think they're going to come out of this group stage. I think, uh, I, think, I think they're looking well, too. Definitely a lot better than I first initially thought they were going to do. 
Um, one of the big question marks, I guess, I had going into this one was just how will, how's Burt Holter going to manage the situations? How's Burt Holter going to do? Um, what did you think about kind of his substitution pattern in this one? Because that's probably my biggest critique in this in this one for Burt Halter. Not great. Right. Just not great. Um, I think certain players should have came in a little bit earlier. Uh, looked like there was some plays that had a lot of fatigue. and But, yeah, I, I don't know. This is, this is a hard one. Uh, <laughs> I really don't it's know. Very, right it's very MLS-esque. Yeah, it is. Waiting it is, until it the is. 75th minute to bring on a guy like Aronson uh, and then waiting until the 82nd. I know Gio Reyna is coming in with injury issues, but at the same time, like, you're not giving him, you're not giving Reyna enough time who's proven time and time again that he has that capability, but you're not giving him enough time to come in and kind of make a difference in this one. Dude, that guy is wearing a, a Kaye shirt. Oh, hey, that's awesome. That is cool. That guy's wearing Kaye. Shout out Kaye. We're here at Kaye still. Um, and there is a guy on the television wearing a Kaye t-shirt as they're talking to the U.S. men's national team fans outside of the stadium in Qatar. Um, yeah, I think oh, just overall not not great from Bur- uh, from a coaching perspective. Um, but again, it just kind of sucks because it felt like they had the opportunities to to take to take a result in this one. There, there was a lot of chances for the U.S. Um, they could have taken this. They could have taken a lead a lead early in this game. Right there was the Pulisic one that came yeah. off the bar. Yep. Yeah, there was uh, some good shots. But uh, I, I'm really I'm in shock. I'm in shock the way England played. This did not. This is not the England. Let's say the it's coming home England. <laughs> right. It's definitely not that. Um, yeah. No. I'm. I'm in pure shock right now. I. I don't know. I think. I think the U.S. did did a great job of keeping England uh, compressed, mm-hmm. especially in the back. Um, defensively, the U.S. just was dominating. Right. In my opinion, they were definitely dominating. Even though England had more ball possession. Um, yeah. I'm, like I'm. I'm shocked. I think I need to rewatch this game one more time <laughs> to like understand what was happening. Well, no, and I absolutely agree with you because like if you if you go back to that England Iran game where they won six two, and and I mean this is not a dig at Iran because it's like you said it's the World Cup, but it, the way that England the England totally dominated that one, they had they completely controlled possession. They were the the better they they looked like they were the coming it's coming home team. Yeah. Um. And in this one, they just weren't. They were very underwhelming. They didn't really have the opportunity to play into space like they usually want to, like they usually like to. Um. And I think that's credit to the U.S. men's national team backline. I uh, I do think that maybe England didn't take this game as serious. Right. Which they tend to do, um, and the U.S. just came out flaming, like they just want to show up for this game. It's the big brother in quotations. Mm. I don't know if there's really that much of a big brother, little brother thing when it comes to England and the U.S. But uh, yeah, the U.S. just came in hard and really, this was U.S.'s game. Right, and I mean you definitely see the buildup in the media, kind of coming into this one where they they show it especially here in american media this is the game this is the biggest game this is the one that's circled on every american's calendar as the one the must win the craziest game of of u.s of the u.s's group stage um and i mean they they've lived up to it they did well enough like i said um i think they really minimized england's opportunities but it kind of leaves you wanting more uh because the united states men's national team 
they like I said, they had the opportunities, and it just kind of wants you needing more. Yeah. Um, because they were that close to getting a, a win, getting yeah. three points. No, the the U.S. definitely could have taken this game. And I think uh, kind of looking forward to, or let's go back a little bit. Did you talk about the Netherlands game with uh, with uh, Andy? No, we didn't. You want to talk about we, the Netherlands game? Not really. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that is a hard one too. I'm having a hard day today, man. Uh, <laughs> No, 1-1. One, one. Um, I think we should have, the Netherlands should have taken that too, but it's the World Cup. Anything can happen. Anything can happen in the World Cup, and it's 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 insane. I mean, and, I mean we've seen it with the Argentina result against Saudi Arabia. We've seen it with the Japan result against the uh, against uh, Germany. That was a shocker. It's They're both games that I don't think anybody really expected to the res- those kinds of results, and so... It'll be in really interesting to see, especially tomorrow, um, where Mexico takes on Argentina, who are probably the favorites. Even Brazil, who I feel like Brazil played yesterday, and I feel like Brazil weren't really that powerhouse that we're using Brazil play either. They weren't. I agree with you 100%. They weren't. Um, but as the, as the tournament continues, I think we're going to see a little bit of better soccer on the TV. Some of the games, a lot of 0-0 games. A lot of 0-0. You're right. It's really shocking. And I wonder if it's like the whole, like, aura that hangs around this World Cup. I don't, I, I don't know if the players are feeling it as much as they normally do. But yeah, anything can happen. I mean, and I mean personally for me, like I'm not feeling it as much as like the other World Cups. And I, I don't know if it's be- just because it's like the, the Winter World Cup. I don't know if it's because yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm not as invested in this World Cup as I usually am, but. It is nice to, to watch a World Cup during Thanksgiving. Right, it, it's it's different and it's nice, and uh, it kind of gives you kind of gets you excited for four years when it's going to be here yeah. in in the United States, and it it, it kind of you kind of want to go out and, and 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 experience that and visit that. And the better the U.S. does this um, this tournament, the more support they will have in twenty was it twenty twenty six twenty six yeah. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be I'm really excited. interesting. It'll be really interesting. All right. From myself, Alex Napolis, the intern, from Mitch Rodriguez, from Andy Munoz, from Joshua Clark, and from Isaac Munoz, thank you guys so much for listening to the RSL show on the KSL Sports. And from Kyle. What? Kyle? I don't know your last name, Kyle. RSL Soapbox. Shout out. Nothing to do with us. Completely separate. Yeah, we are not affiliated with the RSL show in any way. We have beef. But we like to put it out here on a table from time to time. And boy, did we feast today. Thank you. Again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We'll probably put out a video um, with our adventure here at Calle. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you to the people at Calle so much for hosting us. And uh, we'll be looking forward to hopefully doing this again soon. Uh, from Again, from the whole RSL show team, uh, make sure to keep watching the RSL sport, uh, show for the best RSL news here on the KSL Sports Network. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. 
You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.